Thank you for watching. We grew up on Blockbusters podcast. Me and my co-host, Alex Warner. I am Alfred Carr. We have edited this recording of our review of Batman Forever 1995. And we hope you enjoy the listen. Uh, and a heads up, we do not own the rights to any of the music that you will hear in this podcast. And we hope you enjoyed the listen. And thank you for listening to We Grew Up on Blockbusters Podcast. Enjoy. everybody thanks for tuning in tonight for we grew up on blockbusters i am alfred gar one of the co-hosts and you are my good sir this is alex warner the second co-host and guess what we've reached a milestone we are 10 if you can count on two hands that's 10 episodes in sorry you can't see the yes. fingers there 10 it's really kind of, the, the background kind of interferes with everything around me, so. <laughs> well, yeah, we're definitely getting there, and we're, you know, we're definitely getting our, getting our feet. We're definitely, we're, I'm, I'm proud of, I was just saying before we went on air that I'm surprised that we're almost to the last Batman in our franchise. It feels like Ghostbusters took way longer, so anyway, I'm having a good time doing this, and oh, yeah, today... Man. We are going to be discussing to my co-hosts this May. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and we're going to be speaking. We're going to be talking about Batman Forever 1995. Yes. Which, um, this is the third installment in the original franchise. And this one is a different, it's a different, um, it's a different film for the most part. Uh, most of the, most of the elements and some of the features, um, some of the things in the first two movies, there's a lot of changes in this one, as far as the look of it, oh, yeah. which are a, a little... A lot of big changes in this movie. We go from... In this one, we go from... Oh. Send message. Hold on. I'm in the middle of a show. Why are you calling me? Okay. So, anyway. <clears throat> this movie, we go from a much darker tone to a m more campy, kid-friendly tone. Very reminiscent. I kind of compare this to... The 60s Batman, it's like they brought the 60s Batman into the 90s. Yeah, definitely has a little more of a, as far as humor-wise, definitely, there's a lot more humor in yeah, this one. A more than, camp. Of course, you, you won't see the, you know, pow, bam, zip, all that good shit in this movie, but it's very, they, they went 
to a much more softer tone because they felt like Batman Returns was just too dark. And it was it was right. more because of a marketing thing. Uh, you know, McDonald's was... They had uh, the Batman Returns toys, which, you know, the movie was very dark itself. Um, they didn't really want to market a dark movie to kids, especially in the toy market. So the uh, producers of the last movie, well, we, we, we want a movie that's, you know, more kid-friendly. So our good friend Mr. Tim Burton got moved to a producer role, and they brought in Joel Schumacher to direct the film. Right. And like you said, um, as far as the uh, tone of this movie, it definitely went more into a more kid-friend, not kid, well, family-friendly. I don't know if we can use that. Maybe that's a good, better word to use, but... Um, I mean, I guess we can get a little bit into it later, but there actually was supposed to be a darker version of this movie, which in recent years there has been talks of another cut of the movie being released, uh, what they call the the old Schumacher cut, which is supposed to be a lot more darker than what um, the theatrical version turned out to be. But um, anyway, we can dig a little bit into that later. But um, this movie, uh, we have a most for the most part, we have all new cast in this in this Batman, um, which of course the most notice more notable um, new casting would be Batman himself. Uh, Val Kilmer is taking over the role of Batman slash Bruce Wayne, as originally portrayed by Michael Keaton. Um, so that's one. That's one new cast member to the Bat- for this Batman film. Then uh, we also got Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face, um, Harvey Dent. Uh, we got Jim Carrey as the Riddler slash Edward Nigma. Uh, we got Nicole Kidman. Uh, the very as... lovely, beautiful Chase Meridian. Right. And then we got Chris O'Donnell as the boy wonder himself, Robin Dick Grayson. Then we have Michael Gall and Pat Hingle as the only two returning cast members from the original two film as Alfred Pennyworth and Commissioner Gordon. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty much all new cast and as we kinda already touched on this movie kind of basically is a sequel but also in a way it's also i would say in another because it is a sequel but there are certain scenes in the movie where kind of some plot holes because certain things that were said in the original two or certain um things in the original two doesn't really make sense in this movie so i think there are plot holes but we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Well, um, for the most part, I don't know if we really went into our opening thoughts, but I guess we'll go into that now. Um, we'll start with your opening thoughts, good sir, since I know how much you decided to watch this movie. Yeah, so I thought this movie was just... It, it sucked. <laughs> and just almost every aspect of the movie I didn't like. I didn't like the color of the... I didn't like the color of the movie, the scenery of the movie... Um, I didn't care for the music of the movie. Definitely uh, went to another route for, instead of using uh, Danny Elfman. Um, and honestly, I kind of felt like watching this movie was almost like watching a very bad Batman porn parody. 
And I say that, and, and and you'll see this throughout some of the scenes, like when when Chase Meridian and Batman like interact. I swear to God, it's like it's like they took the really bad acting scenes from a porno and just cut the actual porn parts out. So it, it's, it's just it's just like it's really cringy, and I was just like, oh my god, like, and like I said, we'll we'll talk about it more as we go on, but it's just ah man. I, I really, really, really did not like this movie, and I really don't like the. I really hate the next one that we're gonna watch. Um, I thought Joel uh, Schumacher mm. did a really crappy job as a director. Well, um, so those are your opening thoughts. Well, my opening thoughts are actually complete opposite, and the reason being is being a '90s kid. This was my, just to be honest. My first introduction to Batman, as far as live action wise, so I think this film is always going to have a certain soft spot for me, just because this was the one that I grew up on for the most part, and yeah. some of the themes that we're talking about, as far as you know, aiming it more to be kid, for, well, family friendly and stuff. My age, you know, that's what I gravitated towards. So. Yeah. I get that. As far as as far as my my as far as my love of this movie, I think it's nostalgic. Also, like I said, because I grew up on the movie. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And I'll, I'll they're definitely. To, sorry to interrupt. Right. It's like uh, I, uh, I I agree with you on that spot. You know, I I too grew up with this movie. I actually saw this one before I saw Batman and Batman Returns. Like this is one. As a kid, I loved it. I thought it was a good movie, but. As I, as I got older and I watched it now, it's just like, oh my god, this is just really, really bad. <laughs> I understand. Well, there's definitely a lot of things that I can see now that are just kind of like, like you said, they are a little cringy a little bit. It's a little cringy, but um, but I don't know. For the most part, I'm one of those fans of this film that liked it for where it was, which, like I said, it's always going to have a soft spot for me. Um far as the soundtrack um personally i don't think the soundtrack was too terrible it definitely was a departure from danny elfman's original score for the first two films but um but i don't know i don't personally think he, the i don't i hold on let me uh let's see elliot gold golden thal i believe that's how you pronounce it um I don't know. I don't. I personally don't think he did a terrible job, but like you said, I don't think it's better than the original two score for the original two. But um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, one thing I will say about the soundtrack, the actual soundtrack is '90s. That this was a part of the '90s that I liked, as far as the diversity in the soundtrack. Um, because the soundtrack here, you have U2, you have yeah. Seal, Method Man. Um, yeah, I'll give it that. I don't think... Yeah, I don't know if Smash... No, Smash Pumpkins, I think that's the next one. But yeah. but there's a lot of diversity. Go ahead. I was about to say, yeah, the, uh, the Offspring is... Uh, the song from The Offspring is in this the scene where uh, Robin's driving the Batmobile. Right. So, yeah, as far as the soundtrack for this... Um, Personally, I like the soundtrack. There's certain songs of the soundtrack that I, I do listen to, so I'll give it that. So the soundtrack was pretty good, and I'm pretty sure it also did um, pretty good as far as when it was originally released. 
So as far as our opening thoughts, that pretty much, um, I guess that closes our opening thoughts. And this movie was released on June 16th, 1995. So uh, about a few more months you would have came along. But yep. <laughs> many, many moons, just a few months before you, you were born. Yeah. Um, but this movie actually did good, to, despite, you know, the critics and despite, you know, as far as the, uh, as far as now, you know, some of the fans have, have grown to have their certain opinion about it. But originally it did good at the box office. It took box office. It was the opening weekend. It was like number, not number one, but it had the highest grossing or something like that. Um, Hang on one second. But yeah. One second. I'm getting a phone call from my mom. One second. Anyway, for anybody, before uh, when Alex gets back, I'll just go ahead and just kind of go over some of the other stuff. Um, but yeah, this movie was actually um, a, a hit at the box office at the time of its release, which was again, like we said, 1995, and um, it was the highest. Um, it was the highest opening weekend, I think, for up until I think 2000, something like that. So, so it made pretty good money um, in the box office in their original um, release of it. So um, I guess I'll go through some of the um, <clears throat> some of the fun facts, which uh, as we touched on some of this last time when we covered Batman Returns. But there were some um, original. Uh, there were some cast members that originally were being looked at. Okay. Y'all good? Yep. Sorry, bud. I'm back. <laughs> no, you're all good. I was just kind of going over some things as far as. Um, some of the things we may have touched on last time about some of the casting, but we'll sit your back now. We'll go ahead and uh, go through that at the end. So if you're ready, we can go ahead and delve into the, the film itself. Um, yeah. You want to go ahead and start us off? Okay. So, yeah, the opening scene, uh, we get the opening credits, uh, the, the Warner Brothers logo, and we see it turns into a giant bat, sig bat signal. Um, then we get a weird ass opening, like and going through the actors. Almost reminds me of like you know, like when uh you go away from a computer for a while back in the day, and like you had the old uh, Windows, <laughs> like the old Windows thing, like it was like a like a I guess a away screen or whatever. And the shit would like pop out at you. It kind of felt like that. Um, and then after that, we get a scene of Batman. He's uh, suiting up. Uh, he's got more weapons on his belt than in the previous movie. Um. We see the shot of the Batmobile, which is uh, it's got an upgrade, kind of uh, kind of weird looking too. Um, Alfred asks him, "Might I suggest you take a sandwich, sir?" Batman replies with, "I'll take drive-through." Drive-through. <laughs> so that pretty much like, sets the tone. I was just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what is yeah. what the fuck kind of quote is that?" Oh my god. Supreme. <laughs> so pretty much that sets the tone for what's to come. So that pretty much already tells you what you're getting into with that first scene. So uh, the next scene cuts to Gotham City, which um, we see a lot of people um, outside, which they are seeming to be um, something's going on. So uh, basically the scene cuts to a man flipping a coin, um, speaking to a security guard, and... 
This uh, man turns out to be the disfigured face of Harvey Dent, Two-Face. And he has basically kidnapped this security guard and killed some other guards, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And he's... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Now I was saying he's killed some other security guards, and he's just looking to bait Batman in and just cutting the guy pretty much and, you know, scaring the crap out of him. But you said you'd let me live. Too true. And so Too you true, shall. but you shall. Nothing better than lying to catch a bat. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And again, that was Tommy Lee Jones. We already said that at the beginning, but Two-Face Harvey Dent is played by Tommy Lee Jones. And then um, the next scene cuts to Batman arriving to the scene where he meets Dr. Chase Meridian, played by Nicole Kidman. And, right, (laughs) so pretty much once he arrives, they, from the jump, or from the jump, Dr. Chase Meridian takes a liking to Batman, uh, oh, yeah. already being flirtatious Very right off the like bat. <laughs> and while Commissioner Gordon just kind of like, you know, can we figure out what we need to do to stop this guy? And she, uh, Dr. Chase Meridian is a um, doctor in psychology, so she's telling Batman, you know, how he should maybe deal with it and how... Uh, well, Batman pretty much knows exactly what's going, you know, as far as dealing with Two-Face, how he should deal with them. Uh, but pretty much that scene is just kind of a, a flirtatious kind of scene with Dr. Meridian coming on to, to Batman. And um, he walks away, which she goes, do you have a first name or they just call you Bats? Yeah, which is the, the typical Batman disappearing act, but he just literally just walks right. away. <laughs> um, All right. So, then after that, we get, let's start this party with a bang. As Two-Face does his best Michael Jackson impression with his glove, we see a giant wrecking ball come through the wall behind him. Uh, it cuts to an ele- er, a henchman running in, an elevator going up. Oh, no, no, the elevator goes up first. He goes, very punctual, even for his own funeral. Boys, kill the bat. Kill the bat. And you see a bunch yeah. of uh, luchadors in leather jackets with guns <laughs> in. I mean, that's what they look like. They look like fucking luchador masks. <laughs> These the, big uh, jacked up henchmen. Yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, they uh, comes up in the elevator and they just let off multiple shots off into the elevator. And when Two Face thinks that Batman is done for. He pops out of the elevator and starts kicking the shit out of the henchman. Yeah. And the action, uh, he's just kind of basically throwing kicks and throwing henchmen here and there. Yeah, then this of, guy, um, go ahead. I was say, yeah, one of the funniest parts of this is when like Batman grabs that like taser thing off his belt and like shoots the guy with it. And he sits there. The noises he makes, it almost sounds like, you know, like when you take your finger and, like, you run it up and down your lips and he goes, like, that, that's what it, it sounds like he's doing that. And he's just like, and then. Yeah, so, that kind of, um, I, I guess he's tied up in some type of electrical field, something. Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, another typical uh, Batman movie trope. We get the uh, Running with Blades henchman. Who uh, runs at Batman? Batman like dodges him, grabs him, throws him on the dude who's still being electrocuted, and now they're both on the ground. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, and then the next scene cuts to Batman um, showing up uh, to for the security guard who is now in the bank and is in the bank vault and gets in the bank vault and then the door tr- closes behind him, uh, turning out to be a trap. It's a trap. So it's a trap. And then the bank vault is pulled from the building when the chain that is attached to a helicopter. How does that exactly work? Do you yeah, think that helicopter is... I mean, a helicopter could barely hold Joker while a fucking garg- a stone gargoyle was hel- tied to his leg. So, I mean, I, I guess, you know, technology had, had come pretty far in those couple years since the first Batman movie. Um, right. I I've um, seen like it's just funny all that like time like how many times I've seen this movie like I've never really like thought of that like that's a big ass fall and it's dangling from sky holding a helicopter holding it but yeah anyway but so <laughs> go then, ahead so then uh they pull the uh, they pull out the vault we hear Two Face say attention citizens of fair gotham he starts laughing the way he laughs he sounds like he uh just smoked a whole pack of marble reds uh when we open that safe we'll have everything we ever wanted enough cash to rain down upon fair gotham a glorious flood of chaos and of course you my boy dead the vault then begins filling with acid the uh the uh hostage who is captain obvious says oh no it's boiling acid and oh, you gotta deliver that line. Two Face says, if you can remember it. Yeah, for your dying pleasure, we'll be serving the very same acid that made us the men we are today. Ah! And again, starts laughing <laughs> like he just smoked a pack of marble reds. Um, the dude uh, goes, he goes, oh no! Batman goes, hang on, yes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, the guy, um, he. His glasses fall into the boiling acid, and then afterwards, Batman proceeds to take his hearing ear, his hearing aid from his ear, and use hey, it as a hey, uh, the that's combination. My hearing aid. Thanks. <laughs> so, Thanks. He, but he uses his uh, hearing aid to break the vault to open it, so they're able to escape the vault, and Batman is able to. He's able to uh, get the um, the chain broken from the uh, helicopter, and basically, some type of weird I don't know. He is able to like perfectly place it back into the building it just came out of. Yeah, I actually put oh, that in there. It's like somehow he's able to just get it right back into the same hole that he came out of. I'm pretty sure by this point they were far enough away from that building to where they couldn't fucking no they had no chance of getting that vault back in where it was somehow batman shoots the grapple hook through the wall and it just goes flying right back into that hole back into the bank right just like perfectly but uh, he's able to save the security guard but it continues his pursuit of two-face now dangling from the chain on the helicopter um so pretty um two-face proceeds to Run him through a building, a glass building, and yeah, eyeball, which he thinks that Batman is gone, and much to his dismay, Batman appears on the top of the helicopter. Yeah, somehow without getting you know chopped up or you know thrown off the top somehow, or or burnt or burnt to a crisp. (laughs) I like the guy's reaction. Hey, face. 
face. What? Huh? Ah! Yeah. Oh! Then he just shoots his henchman. Yeah. <laughs> so no one's able to pilot the plane. So Two Face takes control of the plane himself, and a um, a trapped. Well, he's plans to take the plane and trap Batman in it. Yeah. Which he's able to escape. <laughs> he, randomly pull, he randomly pulls out a steering wheel lock, just from out of nowhere. Like, where, where would you? Keep, why would you keep a steering wheel lock in a helicopter? So then, yeah, he, you, he has everything planned out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I guess so. So then, uh, let's see. Uh, Batman, you know, he is, you know, he's in the helicopter. Punches and goes through the window. You need help, Harvey. Give it up. Uh, he. Uh, they're flying. Two-Face kicks him in his face. Yeah, he ends up going back outside. Uh, they're flying closer and closer to the uh, to the Statue of Liberty, Gotham edition, because it's got a big Gotham on its face. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> he goes, have the good taste to die. Like, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> um, he drops out See of ya. See ya. It just the, drops out. The, the parachute with the Two-Face on the, the parachute has a, has a one face well, um, it just has two sides of it. Did you notice that? Yeah, the it's like the, yeah, it's like the yin and yang symbols. Like, one half was, like, red, and the other half was, like, black. I actually thought that part was pretty cool. Um, so, uh, of course, the helicopter goes into the statue of Gotham Liberty. I'm just going to call it that. Batman miraculously survives because it wouldn't be a Batman movie if he died in a helicopter crash. Um, he pops up out of the water. <laughs> You know, yep, and me. sees the, destru the destruction of the Gotham, Gotham Statue of Liberty, as we're calling it. So the next scene cuts to Wayne Enterprises, where Bruce is making a visit um, to the employees, and um, happens to uh, we see a, a pretty overly excited man, um, seeming to be pretty, pretty stoked that Bruce Wayne is making a visit to. Oh my God! It's him. Winner. I am a winner. I am a winner. I am a winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hits the fucking Riddler. <laughs> All right. So this um, overly excited man runs over to Bruce and introduces himself as Edward Nigma, who um, apparently is a employee that Bruce hired himself directly. <laughs> yeah, his, his, name his name was, was on the, the hire form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes him special. <laughs> so um yeah, pretty much Edward is um letting him know how much, much how much of an inspiration he is. And while um Fred, who is the uh manager or I don't know what he would call but he um he Edward. runs So Fred's pretty much like, Yeah, Edward, this guy is crazy, you know, don't pay him any mind and Edward He's not having it. He wants to have his say with Bruce Wayne. It's one life. It's a one in a lifetime experience. Yep. So Edward um, proceeds to uh, sell Bruce on a project of his that is a brain manipulation uh, headpiece, which he tells him is supposed to be for people who don't have a life and need to. Uh, guess have stimulation to the brain they need stimulation so his uh project is somewhat unorthodox somewhat questionable which bruce right off the bat kind of kind of tells him that you know this is not something that 
is a it's not it doesn't seem like a safe thing so after selling him on the project bruce rejects him which to his um his his disappointment he tells he vows that uh he will make him understand that to understand. I'll make you may. understand just, this yep. is funny like right before that like while he's you know buttering him up with all the compliments like bruce he's like looks out the window and sees the bat signal he's, the bat symbol. he's like uh, no <laughs> he pretty much like that doesn't work yeah. for me brother <laughs> and just right so then, rejects him and goes about his business go ahead yep so then bruce walks into an office an office mind you that he's probably never even been i'm in. sorry alex <laughs> i don't want to cut you off um i forgot to mention <laughs> that Edward Nigma is played by Jim Carrey. Yeah. I forgot to oh, mention yeah, that, so yeah. So, so go ahead. So anyway, he walks into this office that he's probably never even been in before, ever in his life. You know, he tell, he locks the door. He says door. It locks. Sits down in a chair. Goes chair. He we see him. He slips into uh, one of Mario's pipes. Uh, he goes into the back cave, and Alfred's telling him, "I saw the signal, sir. All is ready." Um, he goes down, he gets in the gets in his bat suit, and takes the Batmobile, goes to the signal, he's looking around, Commissioner Gordon? There's no Commissioner Gordon. Instead we hear he's at home. And who else? None other than Dr. Chase Meridian, who's standing outside in black lingerie. Very seductive. Yep, so um Meridian, she uh sounds off the signal to uh get batman's tension and she pretty much just tries to seduce him for the most part and try to get him to take off his uh <laughs> try to get him to yeah, you know whole, come out of his suit yeah this whole scene is what i was talking about earlier when i said this is basically uh, like a batman porn parody but they just cut out the porn parts and just left like the the bad acting She's like, you know, telling him about the fucking two-face coin, blah, 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 Batman already knows this. He goes, uh, the best signal is not a beeper. Uh, she basically says, I, I want to fuck you, Batman. And Batman goes, She's pretty, you. she's thirsty, I guess. Yeah, she, she's, she's definitely thirsty. She's ready well, to get going yeah, on. Well, she well, don't care. Well, well, Tatiana here. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, she pretty much just tries to seduce him, and, um... You know, before they, uh, you know, before they go any further, uh, Commissioner Gordon interrupts them and cock blocks them. Thought I saw the. Go ahead. Cock blocks them in a pair of pajamas and a robe. Uh, might I just right. read a couple quotes from that scene that I thought were pretty enjoyable, pretty funny? Um, it won't like uh, while she's trying, you know, getting his pants. He goes, "Are you you trying to get under my cape, Doctor?" And, you know, she like touches him. She's like, uh, pretty much has like a fucking orgasm when she touches him. Oh. Black rubber, and then he goes, "Uh, it's, it's the car, right?" And <laughs> chicks love the car. <laughs> and I was just like, right. "Oh my god!" <laughs> In what universe would Batman say it's the car, right? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll we'll get to the next film, the opening scene of the next film. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you had to say about that scene. But um, oh yeah, so she seduces him, and then also asks him. She he goes, um. Um, she said, you like strong women. She says, I've done my own work. She said, I've done my homework. Or do I need skin tight? She said, do I need skin tight vinyl and a whip? That's actually a shout out to Catwoman from the second movie. 
So that's kind of where I was saying at the beginning, like, there are some pop plot holes in this movie, because she does, I mean, obviously she mentioned Selena Kyle, but this Batman is, like, its own thing, uh, sequel. But anyway, so pretty much that concludes that scene, you know, basically just a seduction scene. Then uh, the next scene cuts to back to Wayne Enterprises late at night, where... Edward is still working on this project, and after being confronted by Fred, um, Fred, I'm sorry, Fred, uh, what the hell to is call going security. on here? And his expression. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on here? That was so funny, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, he pretty much, uh, um, you know, he threatens to call the security on Edward, and Edward knocks him senseless with a coffee, uh, coffee cup. I don't know, like a, a coffee mug, tea kettle or something. He goes, caffeine, I'll Please. kill ya. Kill ya. Yeah. So he wakes, he knocks him out, and he wakes up in a, a chair with a, um, a headset strapped to his head. Um, one of Ed's is one of Ed's box, his project, and he turns on the box, which on the TV we can see. Um, Fred, basically his inner thoughts, his inner, um, Design. basically everything that's, yeah, going, everything that's going on in Fred's brain. So, you know, that's not enough. So, losing resolution. More power. More power. Then he cuts on the thing and pretty much, um, uh, the box takes all of Fred's and, you know, he takes all of his intelligence, basically. And gets all of his um, inner thoughts, all his inner emotions, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I gotta read the lines on this part. <laughs> he goes, Edward Nigma, come on down. You're the next contest- contestant on Brain Drain. I'd like to. I'll take what's inside Thick Skull Number One. What we have? What or what have we got for you for him, Johnny? Oh, Stickly, I'm having a breakthrough and a breakdown, maybe. Nevertheless, I'm smarter. I'm a genius. No, several geniuses. A gaggle, a swarm, a flock of freaking Freuds. Riddle me this, Fred. What is everything to someone and nothing to everyone else? Your mind, baby. Your mind, baby. Now mine now pumps, mine the, power pumps the power of yours. And they start singing uh, a little song. Yeah, a f- oh, I'm sucking up your IQ, vacuuming the cortex, feeding off your brain. Off your brain. Dancing like a fucking idiot. And he yells, Fred! <laughs> I guess we could both agree that Jim Carrey is probably the best thing about this movie, just to be honest. Yeah, he <laughs> fucking channeled his inner Ace Ventura in this. <laughs> right. So pretty much after um going through all the well after he shuts down the um after he shuts down the box right what the hell just happened so Nigma tells him that while he was mesmerized by his 3D machine he used his neural er- er- his neural energy to grow stronger so um Fred is pretty pissed off by that it tells him Bruce Wayne no? was right you you uh you demented, bizarre, unethical toad. And so he's going to, like, report him to all these, like, different agencies that I've never heard of than the police. But, and he tells him, you know, you're going to go He's to, not, not really to, listening to any of it. You're going to go to jail. You're going to go to the mental institution. But first and foremost, Enigma, you are fired. You hear me? Fired! I don't Ooh. think so. <laughs> like, pushes him down the... <laughs> pushes him down the, um... Pushes him out the window... 
still strapped to a chair, tied up. He runs over. It, um, Fred, babe, babe, you are you fired. Are fired. Or should or shall I, say? I say? Terminated. Terminated. Takes off the box. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it has a pretty nasty death, yeah. falling feet down. Yeah, I love the line where he goes, Surf's up, big kahuna! Ooh, nice form, but a little rough on the landing. He may have to settle for the, he may have to settle for the bronze. So, Edward has done his first murder. So, afterwards, he, um, he goes to the security camera and has a message for Bruce Wayne, but Bruce, a message that Bruce Wayne is not actually going to get, but why hasn't anybody you in your place and yeah, then he yeah. just peppers with the the evidence the murder yeah. the, the next scene basically just cuts back to uh um yeah. cuts to uh wayne and i'm not wayne enterprises but yeah, um, um wayne Man- manor yeah, so yeah it, it cuts to uh it shows like a tv report from gnn talking about the uh the, the case where harvey dent got burnt it was a very cinematic court case by the head, and then Batman, you know, shows him jumping in, trying to save them. He's the acid, and you're oh, touches him on the face, covers it with a piece of paper. Um, in the background, it's we see Mar- uh, is Alfred. it um, Mar- Maroni? Um, yeah, it's either Maroni or he's Falcon. in the animated system. He's he's more like we were talking about one. He's more in the animated series. I think Maroni, not Maroni. Uh, I think it's uh, in the animated no. series. It's a uh, Rupert Thorne. Yeah, it was Thorne. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. But Maroney, he's in like some of the more like animated uh, movies that have come out in the past few years. But um, yeah, but the- that's kind of as far as comic book. Like, I, isn't that kind of doesn't that kind of co- uh, match up with the comic books? Yeah, as far as much. two faces. Yeah. So yeah, much, yeah, it's just a little small scene, but you know, it's not many big scenes. It's a little small scene, but. Um, some, uh, Bruce does get the call and Alfred tells him that there's been an accident at Wayne Enterprises. So, uh, Bruce shows up at Wayne Enterprises where, uh, of course, there, the scene where, uh, Fred was just murdered. And we see Ed distraught. Just yeah. distraught. Why? Oh, why? Two years working just in the same st- office. He was like my father, like my father, my brother, my brother, or cousin, or that cousin visits that visits all the time, all the time. And then, uh, oh yeah, he, he's uh, got his act going on. <laughs> he pulls out an envelope. He says, "I found this up my cubicle. The handwriting matches his exactly. Has just a sense of structure and spelling." And then he goes back to cry. He says, "I, I couldn't possibly continue on here. <laughs> the memories." <laughs> just goes back to doing so his he's little, got little his... show. Then uh, they just reviewed the, um, the footage of the um, footage of the uh, incident where it now looks like that Fred just jumps out of the window instead of being thrown out the window. Yep, definitely <laughs> so, a suicide. Yeah, so they they chop it up to a suicide, and Ed, um, you know, Ed gets away with it. So the next scene is Bruce um, walking with his assistant, and he receives a riddle, which. Um, we can only assume who that came from. Yep. But the next scene... Go ahead. Yeah, I was say, uh, if you look at the numbers on my face, you won't find 13 in any place. It's a clock. It is. <laughs> yeah, so he gets his first riddle. 
So, um, you know, that's basically concludes that scene. And then the next scene, um, we see Ed uh, returning home where he's pretty happy about himself and what he's done. His little closet-sized closet apartment with the little fortune, the carnival fortune teller that's wearing a very blatantly obvious Riddler costume. You see a lot of that in this movie before he even becomes the Riddler. Like, just the, the from the bobblehead when he, you know, taps and goes, eh, 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 to the fucking fortune teller. He's like, eh. It's kind of like a... Foreshadowing. That's what I... But yeah, uh, he just, uh, we see him there. He's creating another riddle. You still there, Alex? Yeah. Uh, you're winched, uh, your screen went black for a second. I was just hoping it wasn't just me. But, um, yeah, he makes another riddle, and he goes to the uh, to uh, Wayne Manor and leaves the riddle for Bruce to find. So, I don't know if it's the next. Yeah. And then the next, I don't know if it's the next morning. I guess we're going to assume it's the next morning. Um, Bruce, uh, he goes to visit uh, Dr. Chase Meridian to get her um, her professional opinion on it. Yeah. And so... Yeah, he goes into this into the building, goes to security. Uh, Doctor Chase Meridian, please. Security guard, you know, points him in the right direction. Kind of a shady security guard, if you ask me. You know, normally security would ask him, "Oh, you got an appointment? Or you need to sign here, sign here." But no, just go that way. Um, Bruce is uh, approaching her office. Um, he hears what uh, sounds, what appears to be like sounds of somebody struggling. Uh, he, thinking she's attacked, he busts in the door. Only to see that uh, she's punching a heavy bag. Um, Working he goes, out. Getting he goes, it in. Uh, uh, I guess I'm early. I have an appointment. I'm Bruce Wayne. And she goes, good. You can afford good. to buy me a so new door. For me to buy me a new door. <laughs> so he breaks in and, um, you know, like you said. But um, they uh, speak and she just her personal opinion of the riddles. And she tells him that it's possibly that whoever is sending these riddles is a homicidal maniac. Yeah, right. I'd kind of like to know where she got her doctorate to practice psychology, because the terminology that she uses is just kind of weird. I mean, she goes, this guy's a total wacko. Like, well, we kind of kind of, kind of, figured that there, sweetheart. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, they uh, just, he gives her, gives, she gives him his professional opinion, um, and then, um, you know, they just kind of, kind of do a little back and forth. I don't know if I would say flirting, but pretty much, you know, you could tell that there's some type of, you know, something there. <laughs> yeah, she goes, uh, she asks him, like, what really are you here for? He goes, oh, time's up. Time's goes, up. That's my line. He says in a very, just out of place, awkward way, he says, I gotta get you out of those clothes. And she goes, what? And she goes, excuse, excuse me? me? <laughs> and into a black dress. <laughs> Tell me, doctor, do you like the circus? <laughs> and then the next scene cuts to the circus, where Bruce, um, right, where Bruce arrives with uh, Chase on his, Dr. Chase Meridian on his arm as a date. It looks on in disgust <laughs> on TV, which, I don't know, the circus, I don't know if that's uh, coming on TV, maybe that's just a Gotham thing, I don't remember watching the circus on TV. <laughs> uh, but uh um, not really. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um like I said, Ed is watching on uh watching on T V and discuss. And in the circus we're seeing all these great acts and the um the guy I don't know what you would want to call him, 
the guy announcing like everything. Is there a specific person in the circus that? Yeah, um, he is the ringmaster. Ringmaster, that's what they call them. Okay, yeah. so yeah, the ringmaster, ring ringmaster, Stone Cold Steve Austin, no joke. <laughs> well, um, he introduces. <laughs> well, the ringmaster uh, introduces the introduces the flying Graysons, um, which are a popular family act in the circus, a popular um, uh, gymnastic. I don't know exactly what you would call that act in the in, in the circus, but uh, basically, yeah, the acrobatics of the circus. Um, so during all the uh, you know during the show, Bruce once again asks Chase if she will want to go on another date with him, and she tells him, "No, I've already met someone." And oh, that was you know, we all just moved here. Right? <laughs> Batman is already. I guess her and her mind, her and Batman are already dating, even though... He just kind of fell out of the sky, and bang! I think he felt it, too. He goes... Or did. Of course. She goes, what? <laughs> kind of looks at him like, would you like? <laughs> he goes, uh... <laughs> Who wouldn't? I noticed, I almost, I almost, like, in these movies, like, Bat, Bruce Wayne or Batman almost, like, tries to expose himself. Like, he says something, like, out of line that just kind of, like, like, he's just like, yo, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, I do. And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> kind of like in the last one, Batman Returns, where he goes, um... We met before. It was, uh... Yeah, right, when Selena Kyle, he's like, oh, I'm just thinking about someone. But yeah, um, so yeah, they, uh... Then, um, the next scene cuts to the ringmaster introducing the youngest flying Grayson, Richard, who... Uh, is Richard? I don't know if that's just a circus name, but he uh, um, says Richard, right? Yeah, for some yeah for some reason Richard or Dick is like a short kind of call name for Richard. I don't know why because Dick and Richard are different things. You know, you know when you think of like short names for people, you know you've got Robert, you've got like Rob or Bob. Uh, James, you know, Jimmy, uh, Tim, you know, Timmy, just, it's just, it's weird, it's, it's one of those that just makes no sense. I just never, like, understood that, but, yeah, he, um, he introduces him as Richard, the youngest flying Grayson, will perform, you want to go ahead and say the line, do you have the line? Um, I have, uh, kind of like a shortened version, he says, and now, the youngest, Richard, will perform... The deadly or the something death drop. All expiring. I yeah, think it's all expiring. Yeah, the all expiring death. death drop. Without the safety the of safety. a net. <laughs> net. Yep. Um, so the next scene cuts to the ringmaster going off. I'm um, taking a little break, and he is cold cocked um, by some of Two Faces henchmen taking Luchadors. him. Um, right. So we forgot to mention uh, Dick Grayson is right. played by Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Um, so, yeah, um, the ringmaster is cold cocked and taking away, took it away. So um, after um, Dick performs his act, um, somebody is on the mic, and this person yep. is no longer the same ringmaster. <laughs> yep, I got this one. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 
At this time, the management of, or the new management of the Circus International invites you to forget this good, clean, wholesome, all-American fun and join us in a celebration of absolute chaos and true justice. True justice. So, Two-Face has taken over the Circus with his gang, and he is pretty much threatening to blow up everyone with 200, is it 200 sticks? Yeah, he goes, uh, tonight, a new act for your personal amazement. We call it the Massacre Under the Big Top. In our innocent hands, or, uh, in the middle of the, in the, in the, middle of the ring, you see a harmless-looking orb filled with 200, uh, two, that's 200 sticks of TNT. And in our hand, a radio detonator. So, the mayor, who, um... I don't know if anyone was familiar with George Wallace. He's a comedian. But um, uh, the mayor um, asks him what does he want. And he, what he wants is for Batman to reveal himself. And if Batman doesn't reveal himself, yeah. he's going to blow the circus sky high. Yeah, I, got that, I got that quote too. Uh, want, Mr. Mayor, one simple thing. Batman bruised, broken, bleeding. In a word, dead. And you see, you and know, we'll cut to Ed. Like <laughs> we'll cut to Ed. Laughing his freaking ass off. Eating um, potato chips. There he goes, who do we have before us? Gotham's finest. Well-to-do. Influential. Surely one of you knows who Batman is. Hell, odds are one of you pasty-faced twits is Batman. You have two minutes. Two minutes. And Bruce. Oh. Oh, why everybody is, well, I was just saying, why everybody is freaking out and scared to death. Bruce stands up with all the commotion, revealing himself Army. to be Batman. I'm Batman. Like, which oddly no one hears. <laughs> yeah, damn dude. Like you try to expose yourself or too early, man. You gotta wait till the end of the movie. All right. So you know he uh, tries to uh, reveal himself, but with no, uh, no, not not any help. So he just takes off himself and tries to uh, support off the gang himself as just Bruce, which he. Uh, go ahead. He um he go he takes out uh the gang and yeah. while Grayson's go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say he climbs up that thing, uh, very uh, James Bond style. Starts beating up right. the henchmen at the top. Uh, we see the Grayson. That's why he's kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, the Graysons. You know they're trying to get to the bomb, trying to get it out. Um, Bruce like sl- he swings down on a fucking rope, takes out some more of the henchmen. Um. Let's see, uh, we see Two-Face, he flips his coin, um, it lands on, uh, the side where he chooses, uh, to kill somebody. He says, uh, ha, our kind of day. Uh, the Graysons, like, they, they get to the bomb, um, they start to get it out, uh, Two-Face looks up and shoots down the thing that they're on. They end up falling. Or whatever. Yeah, they end up falling, right. uh, to their death. Um, uh, Dick, Dick is, um, I think we already said that we, yeah. Dick is trying to get the bomb out of harm's way. Yeah, Dick, he ends up getting the bomb out uh, through the roof, throws it in the river. Um, he comes back, uh, looks down, sees all his family dead. And probably the most, kind of, like, just most weird, weirdest emotional responses. He's just like, <laughs> just has, like, this weird face. Um, yeah. So then just the um, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say basically much. He just the scene concludes with him looking over his uh, family's dead bodies that on the floor um, where they fall into their death. Um, and the next scene cuts to um, the Wayne Manor where 
uh, Bruce has agreed to take Dick in, um, and Dick is not really to stick around, even though he told yeah. Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> yeah, he says, I, he says, I'm leaving. So then, uh, but uh, he says, yeah, I, I only came along, so he didn't get social services involved, all that charity nonsense. But dude's like, you're like 20-something, bro. You're like an adult. <laughs> I guess I don't know. If he doesn't really. It doesn't really explain if he's like a, a kid. They're supposed to be a kid, but I mean, come on, like Chris O'Donnell's probably like you know, he's in his twenties by this point. Um, well, yeah, this version of Robin. I mean, while I'm pretty sure the <laughs> the actor playing him wasn't, but I guess we have to assume that he's probably like seventeen at least. Yeah, but so. um, yeah. So yeah, he basically just um, he vows to kill Two Face. Yeah, uh, so he like he, t- he starts to take off. Alfred kind of gives him that you need to go back and get him type look. So Bruce goes to get him. Um, he asks him where he'll go. The circus must be halfway to Metropolis by now. <laughs> Superman reference. Um, A little Easter egg. Yeah, Dick says he's gonna find out where Two Face is and kill him. Uh, Bruce says killing Two Face won't take the pain away; it'll only make it worse. Um, Dick doesn't need his advice or his charity. Um, you know, Bruce comments on his bike. Dick makes a... He says, you hang out a lot of biker bars, Bruce? I don't know if he's trying to, like, imply <laughs> that, you know, Bruce is a, of the uh, homosexual variety square. or not. <laughs> he's just saying he's like a square or something. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> like so, you don't really know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so, but, yeah, Bruce uh, reels him in. Go ahead. Bruce tells him, you know, bring it in and fill it up. It's not a gas station for miles. Uh, they go into the garage. Of course, Dick makes a comment. Well, is this a garage room? car museum Bruce um he sees some of the bikes he likes um Bruce tells him that you know somewhere to fix some up some of his cars they could keep one um tells Dick to have a nice trip Alfred comes in with like a plate of food asks Bruce if it looks uh, like a good burger yeah. it made me hungry actually <laughs> he asks Bruce if uh, Dick is leaving he says he'll just throw it away or give it to the dogs uh but then I guess the food convinces uh Dick to stay um, the next the shot... Food or the bike? Yeah, the next scene... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, the next scene is a Bruce. He's in a room. He's looking at some old photos. Of course, it's, uh, we get the flashback to his parents' death. Uh, Alfred snaps out of it. Alfred snaps him out of it. Uh, he compares, uh, his situation to Dick's. Uh, how, you know, Two-Face killed, uh, Dick Grayson's parents. Uh, the bat signal is shown... He asks Alfred if he can help Dick settle in. Uh, so, you know, Batman takes off. Uh, he's up there with Dick. He sees his helmet. Dick tells him, oh, it's a Robin. Oh, my dad, you know. You know, my brother fell off a thing. He saved him. He said he came in like a Robin. So, Alfred kind of, like, coaxing him in there to, hey, you're going to be a, here to be a, a superhero. Sidekick. All right. Yeah. It's only uh, meant to be. So, so then, yeah. It's- Tells him he's lost faith in himself, so yep. Alfred so then, assures him that he'll he'll find that faith again once once again. Go ahead. Yeah. So then the next scene, uh, we get Batman driving down you know Gotham City streets. He's being pursued by some of Two Face's men, um, and then this old like bagger lady steps out and pushing a cart and stops it. It's actually Two Face in disguise, who somehow has a rocket launcher. He just kind of like pulls it out GTA style, just pulls this fucking rocket launcher out and shoots a Batman, dodges it, hits his own henchman. Um, 
they're uh, pursuing Batman. Uh, he, remember, he gets in that one car. He goes, uh, "Oh shit! What does he say exactly?" He's like, uh, "We'll drive. Thank you. I'll drive. Thank you." Um, these uh. cars, they have guns on them. Um, and then Batman somehow his Batmobile has a grappling hook on it, and he begins driving up a fucking wall. <laughs> like, what the, the fuck? And something yeah, also pointed the... out. Something, <laughs> something also point out. If, I don't know if you noticed, but all the cars in this movie are like based off of like the 40s and 50s. Be it, it's like the 90s here. Like, well, yeah, but if you think about it, like it also is for the animated series. Like that's kind of the cars that they drive in. The, yeah. Animated yeah, series. Yeah, that's the style but, they were um, going for in the animated series. Very like yeah, classic right. Art Deco, very old mixed with modern type thing. Um, so after that, like you just... said, he drives up the building uh, with all those clothes, all those cars uh, exploding as he drives up the uh, drives up the building. Yep. Um, so then the next scene, we see Enigma messing around on some sort of like. It almost reminds me of like one of those old Newgrounds dot uh, com dress up games. Um, trying to design a costume, he's coming up for like new names for his bad guy persona. Bendy. And one of them, yeah, he goes Captain. Kill. That's a great word because I said identity, but I should I thought I should have thought of persona. Go yeah. ahead. He goes. Uh, he comes up with some names. He shouts out one of them was like Captain Kill, and his little <laughs> and his little fortune teller thing is like. Argh. Um, so then he like he starts typing on it, um, and then like it goes. Ee, ee. Yeah. And I think it, I think it starts laughing too, don't it? Like. <laughs> I think it. Uh, yeah, it's like ring, <laughs> ring. Um. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. So then cuts back to uh, Two Face at his hideout. Which I actually, I actually like the layout of the hideout. He's got you know one half. He's like you know the light, one half the dark. Um, and he starts going off about how you know him not being able to kill Batman is like driving him insane. Uh, here we in, are introduced to Drew Barrymore and Debbie Mazar. Right. They are Sugar and Spice. Sugar and Spice. I was trying to remember the names. Yeah, a lot of people probably didn't know that because they're they're not really shown that much in the movie. Um, Drew Barrymore yeah. more than yeah, more than uh, Debbie Mazur, but uh, um, they you know yeah. go through talking about what they made him for dinner, um, and then someone comes in, they snuck in. Hope. Nope. Yeah. Hope you, I ma- hope hope you, you made, made extra. extra. <laughs> yeah. Two Face goes. Who the hell are you? Just a Just friend. Just a friend. You can call me the Riddler. Riddler. And then so, uh, Two Face you... comes up with a gun. He says, "I'll call you dead more and more like it." How did you find us here? So pretty much, Jack Snigma up, uh, hems him up, and asking him for an explanation. And then, um, yeah, so Nigma convinces him that you know he's here to help Two Face and his issues with Batman, and if he helps him, that he can help him get Batman. If he can yeah. spare his life for just a few moments. There's a, a funny line too that uh Edward that uh, Riddler says when uh Two Face you know has the gun on him. He says, "If I talked, what would keep you from slaying me, oh segregated one? By the way, that's never going to heal if you don't stop picking." picking. <laughs> Talking about his like fucked up ass face. Um, <laughs> he holds the gun up to him and says, "Let's see if you bleed green." <laughs> Harvey, I don't think Harvey. it's me you want to kill. 
Yeah, pretty easy. much. Yeah, pretty much they, um, you know, uh, Ed proposes an alliance with Two-Face, and his proposition is that if Two-Face helps him um, pretty much steal the money that he needs to, uh, the money he needs to uh, to finance his project, that he will help him find out who Batman is and kill him. So, I also, also like to point out, the, the Riddler is just drip here, man. Like, this is like some just immaculate drip. Dude's got like this green fucking question mark covered suit jacket with some green question mark covered leggings. Like, what is this drip, dude? <laughs> we couldn't yeah, go for some suit pants? Like, what the hell? He decked himself out. <laughs> so, yeah, he pretty, like I said, he forms alliance with Two Face. Um,. I don't think there's anything in the scene I'm missing, but he forms the alliance with Two Face, and yeah. they start um, going. Uh, they start to, you know, robbing banks and got them jewelry stores and stuff like that. And then the scene cuts, which I mean, it's not really an important scene, but this is a scene that I kind of imitated when I was young. The whole oh, laundry yeah, scene, right? Robbing, <laughs> you know, doing the tricks. Yeah, I always try to do that shit too. Just uh, pretend that the socks are nunchucks. Yeah, do that, and I grab like my towel, try wrap it around my leg, and <laughs> all that good shit. So, um, so yeah. after that, um, they're it's back to Two Face and Riddler. Uh, this time they're robbing a casino. A uh, funny scene where uh, the Riddler asks oh, Two Face, uh, "How do you? Let me show you how me show me how to punch a guy." And he goes, "It's easy, my boy. Draw your fist back, full force, one forward." Punches the guy. Um, Riddler goes to do it on the next security guard. He balls back. Punches. It fucking, he just, like, dude didn't even move. He's just like, ow! <laughs> yeah, that seems funny. And then um, they uh, cut to the next scene where, on the news, they're now talking about the Riddler and Two-Face joining up together where Batman is nowhere to be found yet. Nowhere to be seen since all these crimes things are going on. And after that, Bruce does receive another riddle. Or is it the same riddle? They're just reviewing it. Uh, it it's a different riddle. Um, this one says, uh, The eight of us go forth, not back, to protect our king from a foe's attack. Um, referring to chess pieces. Um, so Alfred and Bruce, they're in the Batcave trying to figure out, you know, oh, what does uh, what's all this mean? What's going on? Uh, and then cuts to Dick. He's trying to go in this locked room. Alfred, uh, pretty much, you know, tells him, he, he wants to know why it's locked. Alfred pretty much tells him, piss off. Um. It's Mr. Master Wave's dead wives. Yeah. Um, so after that, a shot of Nigma Tech. Edward Nigma is trying to, uh, promote the box, as it's called. But it's cl- clearly a cone. It's very cone-shaped. Oh. Nothing about that is a box. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so, like you said, it's promoting it and trying to get it out there, and uh, it's just a little montage, basically, where we see that the box is effective, and everybody in Gotham City is going crazy over it. It's like the new PlayStation 5 coming out. <laughs> Everybody's buying the, the Enigma Tech box, oh God, and almost, almost, we see... Uh, I almost wonder. I almost wonder if like they had to deal with the uh, constant like supply and demand issue, like we did with the new consoles, where one minute it would be out and five minutes later they're all gone. Oh, I gotta wait more months for more come on the shelf. Well, 
That's what the woman basically says on the news that everybody, the it's being sold out. But um, yeah, we just cut to a little scene where basically Ed, um, the Riddler and Two Face are taking turns, taking a hit of the, <laughs> taking a hit of the the, the Enigma Tech box, <laughs> getting uh, here retaining knowledge. Yeah. Uh, so, and we get uh, go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, so the next scene after that, uh, Alfred. He goes into that little special locked room that Dick was so curious about. Um, Dick sneaks in. Stylish way. Yeah, Dick sneaks in by pulling off some acrobatic shit, jumping off the landing, and uh, he slips in. Uh, I think he would fit nicely on AEW, to be honest. Um, he uh, part of me thinks Alfred intentionally left the fucking door open, so because you know he has a bad yeah. habit of letting people into the back cave. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, he, he slips in, you know, we hear the little intruder alert, intruder alert, intruder alert. Um, the Batmobile pops up, uh, Alfred and Dick are like, you know, looking at each other, Dick's like, hey! Um, so, he's found the Batcave. Yep, um, so then Bruce is at, uh, Chase's place, uh, she gives him a, uh, one of the Dream Dolls as a gift. Um, I gotta say, Nicole Kidman, man, she just looks... God bless her, man. Yeah, all that good shit. <laughs> this time, in Stone Cold Fox, blonde. In that, in that maroon dress, just uh, I'm, I'm, I know yeah. I'm a total simp right now, but that's okay. Um, well, like you said, she gives him the the dream doll and hoping he, well, thinking that something's going on, but Bruce happens to notice her, a lot of Batman. A lot of Batman uh, resource, well, a lot of Batman stuff going on on her sure. table, the uh, research bat, being done. It's her bad spank bank material. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, she he pretty much, you know, she says she's interested in Batman clinically. He's like, mm, nah, it's more more than that. Um, she says, uh, oh, are you jealous? And he goes, I can't be jealous of Batman. I bet, like, in his brain, he's like, because I am Batman! Hey, but I want you to like me, not Batman. So, yeah, pretty much, you know, they, he uh, tells him, you know, uh, you won't let me near. And he says, you want to get, you know, if you want to know me, I don't know, if, I don't think you want to get to know me. But, you know, they uh, end up sharing a kiss after a little, uh, a little moment there where she realizes that there's more to Bruce than what, what he seems. Yep, and then and during... He gets cock-blocked. Is cock blocked by a uh, by a call Alfred, on Alfred. his on his watch uh, on his smartwatch. Yeah, smart apparently watch. the the Apple Watch or the Samsung Galaxy Watch kind of made it into the 90s. Um, <laughs> so uh, he uh, you know tells Bruce, "Oh, Dick is gone. He's like he ran away. You know, he took the car. You know, he took the Jag. He took, didn't take the Jag. The other car, the Bentley. No, sir, the other car." Other car. So the next scene cuts to Dick having a joyride through Gotham City in the Batmobile. Yep, while having a good old time. While smashing yep, up by the Offspring place. Offspring, alright. So then he pulls up to this, um, I don't know if a street corner or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on on this corner, but anyway, he... Uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of juggalos he, hanging out, I guess. Alright, prostitute something, but... Um, <laughs> This girl who, uh, she's from the group in Vogue from the 90s, she tells, that's not Batman. Yeah, that's Batboy. <laughs> that's Batboy. <laughs> yeah. So, mean, the meanwhile, there's a gang who is obviously harassing some girl, and 
she happens to run off. They chase after her, in which he comes to the rescue. And while he um, while he enters the gang's gang's territory, the gang's uh, uh, hideout, yeah. <laughs> he tells oh. them that he's Batman. <laughs> yeah, but before that, I do want to read a quote that he says before. Uh, while he's you know in the Batmobile, you know, girl getting her ass. He goes, "Going for a ride in my love machine, baby." It's <laughs> like, yeah. oh my yeah. god. Um, so yeah, then uh, come on, you know, Dick get, man, you're having too much fun. He gets yeah, he gets to where the 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 Juggalos. I'm gonna call them that from now on. He gets to oh. where they're uh, <laughs> they're still harassing the chick. He goes, "Hey, let her go." The leader with his fucking just baritone, deep ass voice, clearly not edited. Who the hell are you? He goes. I That's bet. um actually I don't know if you're familiar with um, gosh I I feel bad because I'm a martial but um the dragon he's a martial arts he's actually been in martial arts films um this nickname is the dragon um uh, gosh let me look him up real quick because i'll feel bad if i don't okay. get yeah, it right i mean that. it's you not know. a big yeah I was like, you look that ahead, up and I'll, I'll explain yeah so he goes who the hell are you he goes i'm batman you know they all kind of laugh at him he goes oh, i forgot my suit all right so then uh the leader of the group um, you know, claps his hands, more of them come out, he starts, you know, kicking their asses, uh, once a big group of them are all beaten, he tells the girl, run, uh, she goes, wait, doesn't Batman ever kiss the girl? Doesn't Batman kiss the girl? So he gives her a kiss, mm-hmm. uh, she takes off, the gang leader, uh, whistles for, like, a, a big, huge group of them come out, like they've just been to the gathering or something, uh, they just start... <laughs> They start, you know, coming after him. He tries climbing up a fire escape. Uh, they grab onto him. That Batman just, you know, kind of just sitting there like, hey, yo. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm Batman. Hey. Batman! <laughs> yeah, Batman! <laughs> so, it's <laughs> Batman! They, they all take off running. Uh, Dick comes down and starts punching on Batman. You, you bastard! If you would reveal who you are <laughs> at the circus, they still be alive! <laughs> he goes, uh. That's <clears throat> blaming Batman. Yeah, he says, it should have been you! He says, uh, uh, he said, uh, if, uh, Bruce Wayne could have given his life for your family, he would have. It's kind of, kind of one so. thing to point out about Val Kilmer's Batman is he's just, he's just a kind of bland character in this movie. Like, I mean, he plays Batman. No. He plays the role of Batman okay, pretty good. I'll give him that. But as Bruce Wayne, it's like, you know, with Michael Keaton, he could, you know, turn off Batman and be billionaire Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps like Val Kilmer just kind of stays in Batman mode throughout the entire movie. Um, so after that, back at the Batcave, you know, uh, Dick is, you know, telling him, like, oh, I've been thinking about it ever since it happened. You know, I want to kill Two-Face. I want you to help me, blah, blah. <laughs> Batman's just like, nah, I'm not helping you. Um, they kind of argue back and forth about, you know, being partners. Um, he says, uh, you're willing to take a life as long as it's Two-Face. Then it'll happen this way. You make the kill, but the pain, but your pain doesn't die with Harvey. It grows. So you run out into the night and find another face, and another, and another, until one terrible morning you wake up and realize that revenge has become your whole life. And Dick says, you know, you don't understand. Your family wasn't killed by a maniac. Bruce says they were. We're the same. We're the same. Well, if we are, help me. Train me. Let me be your partner tells him no you still have a choice to someone else so dick pretty much tells him that whether he likes it or not he's going to continue to 
you know, be involved in whatever he needs to. So the next scene cuts to an event that's being held by Edward Nigma um, at the uh, Galling. Um, I can't remember what the place is, but yeah, it was um, like it's an event. It's like Risque Gotham or something is what it's called, something like that. Yeah, but it's an event promoting the box where Edward's pretty much come has become successful more not more but he's become just as successful as bruce um which yeah. they got a weird band playing i want to go to a concert we have that weird yeah. bed playing with those <laughs> glowing the glowing hair glowing yeah it was good and then it's like you get that that one like paparazzi chick her name in this is uh i guess it's uh, uh gertie or gossip gertie or some shit she's mentioned Early on, before the circus, she goes. Yeah. She goes. Uh, Edward, how does it feel to become Gotham's number one bachelor? Gotham must know. Oh, it's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> She's like, like over the top. In yeah. like two point five seconds, Bruce just comes in and like shits all over his popularity, just by just by walking in the room. Um, and then uh, Sugar looks at him. And she goes, Oh, he's so cute. Why don't you look that cute in a suit? Shut up. Shut up. You're here to work. You're here to work. How's my mole? How's my mole? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking just, oh, it's just hilarious. Um, the, uh, with jealousy. Go yeah, ahead. The, the, the paparazzi are asking uh, uh, rumors about Enigma Tech uh, takeover of Wayne Enterprises, and their stock is outselling Wayne Enterprises two to one. Is are you yesterday's news, Bruce? Enigma goes, yes, yes, yes. Bruce, old man. Old the press man. was just wondering what it feels like to be outsold, outclassed, outquaffed, and generally outdone in every way. Bruce, just you know, an absolute just professional, responds with, oh, it's a congratulations, yeah, nice party and nice suit. Good. Um, <laughs> Edward, you uh, must be. Yeah, he asks who Chase is. He just calls her like a grand pursuit. Uh, Bruce introduces himself, himself to Sugar, who uh, is still, you know, just dripping wet with. Shinobu. Yeah, she, you can call me anything you want. Just like right. Drew Barrymore was just so, something else back then, bro. Um, right. So Ed, uh, now he gives a um, he gives a um, um, give well showing exactly what the box can do, given. Um, a little sample of what what it does and uh, how people are reacting to it, and Bruce pretty much questions the method behind it as he did earlier in the film, saying that you know there must be some type of um, there must be something that is wrong with his method of taking people's brain, taking things out of people's brains, in which Ed challenged Bruce to do it himself and not be a you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be a sore like, loser. Yeah, well, maybe you should have thought about it first. Right. Yeah, they did say that. Yeah, like, yeah you wish bro. you thought of it first. Yeah, yeah bro, I don't think. So, but he asks him first. if you can. Well, he asks him if he can. Um, he can. Um, if he can make things go into the mind, what prevents him from taking things out of the mind, which uh, puts Ed basically, like I said, he challenges Bruce himself to try it, to you know prove that he's not a. It's not totally salty about his success, and then he he um he invites Chase to dance. Shall we dance? Yes. So during uh, them dancing, uh, Bruce uh, approaches the machine, which I'm 
this is something in the movie that I always kind of was thrown off by. He was taking the thing out so that it wouldn't go into like the they couldn't extract the thing from his brain, right? Because he yeah, took it out um, first. Yeah, because like uh, he's standing there and uh, Sugar goes over. He's like naughty, naughty, and he's like, I'm just trying to figure out how to turn this thing off. So then uh, she pulls out the little thing. I, I guess it's like a battery. I don't know. Um, uh, well, of... I was just always confused, but I guess maybe she put in some type of um, more, not upgraded, but something that when he went in there specifically, it would take out of his brain, you know, whatever Ed needed. So he goes into the booth and the machine starts to do its thing and pretty much telling him to tell all his secrets, all his, all his darkest, you know, his darkest secrets which we all know what that is, and we see a little glimpse of what we yep, could be a little bat. Um, yep. yep. So then after that, you know, Two-Face and crew show up, start, you know, busting and shooting shit up, like in Two-Face fashion. Uh, he goes, relax, folks, it's just, it's only an old-fashioned low-tech stick-up. We're interested in basics, cash, jewelry, cell phones, hand them over nice and quietly, and no one will be hurt. And then uh, Bruce, uh, well, he already sees, he already hears what's going on. Here's all the commotion. So he uh, slides down the building, <laughs> um, and Alfred is waiting for him outside with the suit. Alfred. <laughs> oh, so um, Two Face, like you say, crashes the party, and Edward is just telling him that they're going about it all the wrong way. He kind of wanted to get his spotlight before Two Face crashed the party. So Batman shows up and he beats up. Uh, he, uh, you know, he takes down all the gang members, well, not the gang members, but Two Faces gang and another guy with blades. <laughs> he steps <Man>. to Batman. <laughs> they love the blade. They love the blade henchman, dude. Um, yeah, another uh, kind of funny quote. Uh, he goes, uh, "Okay, your entrance was good. His was better." Sure. <laughs> he, he tells him it's all about showmanship. Right. So, yeah, uh, Batman takes on the gang and Two-Face, um, he leaves the party. Uh, well, they leave and Batman goes in pursuit of Two-Face after um, Chase telling him that she's ready for him. Uh, she, he's made her so hot that <laughs> she wants him at midnight. <laughs> midnight, so, my place. <laughs> so he goes in pursuit of Two-Face um, in the gang which he is lured into a big giant tube after jumping off the building and it brings him into a gas abandoned gas building where Two-Face proceeds to try to blow him up but does not work and I don't know it's a pretty iconic scene I think or yeah, pretty his, dope scene uh, where he runs out the fire go ahead Yeah he uh yeah he covers himself up with his cape he like does some little techno Bebop shit with it, like turns it. I guess turns it like some kind of like metal protective thing. Um, you know, flames engulf him. Resistant or something. Yeah. Um. Afterwards, he busts out. Um. You see, Two Face goes, "Why can't you just die?" And he starts. He shoots down the thing that Batman's standing on. Uh. You know, all the shit. He falls down, and I, I, I don't know if this was like dirt, or sand, or coffee grounds. Oh, it's coffee grounds. 
Okay. <laughs> no, I was saying that's what it always looked like. Oh, uh, yes? Yeah, it Coffee does kind of look like that. So like, he's covered, he's submerged in this dirt, sand, whatever the fuck kind of mixture it is they come up with. Um, then all of a sudden, we see a hand reach through and uh, pulls him up. Uh, it's none other than uh, the uh, Dick Grayson, who is in uh, his classic circus gear. Yeah, his circus gear, which is kind of, I think they kind of did it as like a nod to the classic Robin costume. Yeah, um, I would say that too. Yeah, shows Bert, back. Bert, Bert yeah, cuts, cuts back to uh, them at the Batcave. What the hell do you think you were doing? You know, I guess sympathy. a real gratitude problem, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I guess gratitude is not a thing here. Um, so they kind of, you know, they, they snap, they, they go back and forth about, you know, Dick Grayson being his sidekick. He's like, no, I'm going to be your sidekick. No. I'm going to be your sidekick. No. Um, so then Alfred. He also, uh, a little Easter egg. He said Batboy, Nightwing. Yeah. What do you yeah, think? Yeah. A little um, Easter egg. So then after that, anyway, he says, I'm going to be your partner whether you like it or not. And uh, takes off. You know, Alfred, he kind of snaps at Alfred for encouraging him. Um, you know, Alfred's like, a boy like that needs encouragement. Um, with If they're filled with, you know, revenge, uh, they need someone to guide them. Guidance. All that good type shit. Um, he tells uh, Bruce, you know, he needs to go to Chase. Um, so then later on, oh, no, yeah, same. Uh, Chase is sleeping in her bed when she's suddenly awoken uh, by a presence at her window. Sheets on her. It, it's Batman. Sheets. So she gets <laughs> the, up. The white sheets. Yeah, she gets up. She uh, goes over to them. They kiss. But she tells Batman that she's uh, met someone else. A little, a little Tatiana over here. Um, she, uh, you know, tells him, it's not you. I, mean, I hope you can understand. Batman just kind of looks for a minute like, oh, 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 I understand. Well, it all, it's all it does. Well, just turns around. And we, then we get Batman meme face smile. I actually, I paused it at that point, at that moment, just to get a picture of it. Because it was picture. just so funny. Um, so then, you know, yeah, he jumps so off. So he, being pretty happy about now I'm not having to to resort to being Batman just to you know so go ahead. So then it shows like a, a scene at the at Two Face and Riddler's hideout. They're reading a paper which you know says that Batman survived the subway sabotage. Uh, Two Face uh, he begins to overact with the crying, but uh, the Riddler got Bruce's thoughts which showed a giant bat. Which thus reveals the secrets of Batman. And before that, he says, right. Tell me this. What kind of a man has bats on the brain? Alright. So, they know who Batman really is. And the next scene cuts to Bruce. Bruce now, um, now he's quitting. As Batman no longer uh, wanting to be Batman. As Dick has found his way, apparently. And he's telling him that since... You know, Dick is doing what he's doing. Why does he need to be Batman anymore when he's, you know, defended all these people all these years who he doesn't even know? But um, Dick tries to talk him out of it, and he, Bruce just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to continue anymore as Batman and tells that he wants to tell Chase the truth about his yeah. identity and everything. Yeah, yeah he tells Dick uh, that uh, Chase is coming over. Um, that she, he's going to tell her everything. Um, it, it's uh, apparently it's Halloween. Um, so Dick goes to the Batcave. He grab, takes the Robin suit and takes off. 
Um, you know, some trick-or-treaters are starting to show up. You know, Bruce and, Ch and Chase, you know, they're talking to each other. He's trying to, you know, uh, reveal that he's Batman. At one point, she knocks a vase off and some flowers drop. So, Bruce gets like a Vietnam flashback. flashback. Yeah. Um, in the Riddler and, and um, face, Well, uh, before that, um, I guess we uh, forgot to... Dick, he, uh, he enters the Batcave and takes his gear and oh, takes yeah. off. But yeah, I, I, it's I just a quick scene. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, I didn't hear. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, so then, you know, uh, he tells her about the flashback that he, as a kid, he vowed to, you know, get his revenge by, you know, basically becoming, you know, the Batman. And uh, right before uh, he gets to tell her, she gives him a kiss. Um, and at that point, I think she realized that, you know, hey, he's Batman. Oh, um, I've had this kiss before. <laughs> so then he goes to Alfred. He opens up the door again to some trick or treaters. It's actually Two-Face and Riddler and his henchmen. They go, twick or tweet. Some big-ass trick or treaters. <laughs> <laughs> so they bust in. They, they knock out Alfred. Um, Riddler goes to the Batcave. You know, intruder alert, intruder alert. Shut up. Um... <laughs> Proceeds to destroy, yeah. <laughs> destroy the uh, Batmobile. Yep. There, there's these little bat-shaped bombs around the Batcave. Just some like weird cartoon noises playing as he does it, and everything starts blowing up. Um, he, he starts throwing like pitches and stuff. Yeah, that's a pretty funny scene. Yeah, and then the one, one scene that I got from that, like, one quote from that that I got, he goes, "Joygasm." I was like, "Oh yeah." What <laughs> the fuck is a joygasm? <laughs> Um, so, yeah, he destroys the Batcave. Yep, so, uh, in the middle of all that, the, the Two-Face and the Henchmen, they get to where, uh, they get to where, you know, Bruce and uh, Chase are, you know, they're, you know, he's fighting them, they're running through the house, uh, Two-Face is like, he's seen flipping his coin several times, trying to get it on tail so he can, you know, shoot him, uh, he finally gets it, he shoots Bruce, um, uh, Bruce, you know, falls down, but he doesn't die. He's only knocked out. The bullet didn't actually like grazes kill him. him; it just grazes him. Um, the henchmen grab Chase, take off with her. Two Face goes to kill Bruce, but Two Face er, uh, Riddler tells him not to, because uh, if if so, then uh, he won't learn nothing. He won't find out the truth. Yep. So, uh, so like you said, they kidnap Chase and leave Bruce lying on the staircase. And Bruce eventually wakens, and uh, Alfred is there to tell him that Chase has been taken. The Batmobile was destroyed, and there's one last riddle. So, the next scene cuts to the Riddler's hideout, where he is now kidnapped Chase, and she is sitting there with, um, well, sitting there on the couch, and he taunts her as she tells him that. Batman will come for her. Batman will come and for me. Go ahead. Let's do it. Batman. Batman. Batman, Batman you say. Batman, you say. for you. For you. He gets, <laughs> gets all up in her grill and goes, I'm betting on it. So Bruce, I'm counting on it. Yeah, I'm counting on it. So he, um, he makes the bat signal into his own riddle signal. Uh, Commissioner Gordon and some other um, <laughs> some other cop looks on and goes, "Who the hell is doing that?" The yeah, Riddler. Yeah, coming from over there. Um, really? so in the in the next scene is uh, you know Bruce 
he's uh getting what's left of you know the bat cave he's got the he says which one alfred or actually no he's he's getting on his new suit and you know putting it on and for some weird fucking reason it cuts to bat butt cheek which was... oh that was the bat oh okay yeah. well yeah before that though they're um before that they solved the riddle they um yeah, yeah, they that's where out bruce yeah, yeah, yeah they I forgot about that. Bat, uh, bruce and alfred they're doing the riddle and Real, discover that Edward Nigma is the Riddler, so... Mr. E. Like mystery. What's another yeah. word for mystery? Mystery for Mr. E. Enigma. Mr. E. Nigma. Edward Nigma. So, like you said, um, after he discovers the truth, he goes into the Batcave where he uh, only has one suit left that was a prototype that he decides to go ahead and use. So Which, he goes on to the Batcave. Go ahead. I, say, I actually, I actually, I think I still have a figure from that bat suit because back in those days, like they would just, in order to market the movie, they would just release like numerous different Batman figures and costumes to go like suits to go along with it suits that never even had to do with the movie which uh before we end the show i will actually try to uh pull some of them out so i believe i still have that one um so oh, cool. i will i'll look for it and see if i still got it um so the then, uh go ahead. so yeah and we get to the scene where uh he's you know which one alfred by air or by boat and then we hear a voice both. about both <laughs> It's Robin, who comes down with a new and improved uh, Robin suit. Yep. And with the R on his chest, which, what's the R stand for? He looks at Alfred. Robin. 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 All right. So, um, and also, again, Alfred, he's the tailor. Who's your tailor? <laughs> I took the liberty, sir. Yeah, so, you know, they go through the whole, uh, you know, a friend, you know, friend, partner, the shake on it. Join forces. Um, yeah, and Robin the... uh, tells him he can't promise to not kill Two-Face, but, you know, for the meantime, Bruce knows that that's the only help he has, so they join forces. And go ahead. Okay, so then, you know, uh, is it, does it go back to... Uh... The la- like uh, the Riddler's lair, or does it just show them? The next scene cuts to them. Um, well, Bruce in the well, Batman in the sky in his Batcopter, and Robin in the Batboat. Okay, which, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So go yeah, ahead. they're they're going along. You know, uh, Gordon's like, oh no, he's not coming. Shut it off. But then all of a sudden, he sees him in the air. Look. He goes, yeah, go, go, yeah, and, you know, Batman, you know, realizing, oh, you know, my, my girlfriend's in trouble, everything's at stake here, I'm just gonna stop for a second and throw up a thumb. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's okay. Right, so they are, um, so they are on pursuit to the, to the Riddler's lair, so in the meantime, we cut to the Riddler in Two-Face, playing a game of human battleship. Where pretty no, much the that scene was pretty cool. Yeah, so they're pretty much playing battleship, which the whole island is filled with traps and bombs and everything. Which um, one of the bombs happens to catch Robin in the bat boat, to where he's able to inject himself out of the boat before it explodes. So, <laughs> but scene um. Oh yeah, the line. Um, after the boat explodes, 
Holy Suck rest- my battleship! Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, they're fucking around. Um, Batman and Robin, they get up um, on the island. It's like just a big rock. And then uh, we get a uh, pretty, you know, famous, famous quote from Robin. Uh, Holy rusted metal, Batman! Batman. He looked at him like, what? Yeah. He goes, the... Oh, the, 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 the what do you say? I say, the, the rock, it, it's metal. It's full of holes. It's holy. He goes. He goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, the the rock. Um. Uh. Basically, the layer just starts rising up, where Batman is still on the ground, but Robin is raised up into the sky. So, um, Batman he does enter. He finds another way into the layer, which is a big old, pretty much. A booby trap um and meanwhile uh robin encounters com- well he's confronted by two-face who after you know being two-face up pretty badly and you know father. getting some vengeance and my father father and my brother and my brother and this was for this me this is for me <laughs> then head butts the hell out of him yeah. um. <laughs> and then he falls over the edge so, um, like I said, pretty much Batman is still inside the lair trying to figure out a way to get to the Riddler. So during the, you know, during all that, uh, Robin, he is tempted to let Two-Face fall to his death, but his conscience conscious gets to him to where no. he, you know. I'd rather see you in jail. You know. So he takes mercy on Two-Face and helps him up, you know, good but boy. not. Good boy. Loyal, stupid, but loyal. So, you know, he gives, he takes mercy on Two Face, but Two Face doesn't take mercy on him and captures him. So, um, Batman is able to get through the uh, booby trap that repels him up into the Hitler's final lair where Edward Nigma, yeah, the final boss. So Edward in his his big boss chair turns around and says the line riddle me this riddle me that who's afraid of the big at at so um used by Sting later on in his entrance music right so he tells Batman pretty much that there's no way that he can be stopped he's already on his way to figuring out all the secrets to everyone in Gotham City. And when he does, he'll be a very rich man with all the knowledge in the world. And pretty much after all talk, he reveals that he has captured Robin. Well, we already know that he's captured Dr. Chase Meridian, but he's also captured Robin now. And he gives him an option of which one is to die. And whichever one is to die, they're going to be popped into a, a hole, <laughs> into a watery grave, all the way down. Well, so Batman has to make a choice, and he doesn't make a choice. Instead, he gives uh, Edward, he um, challenges Edward of a riddle of his own, which, of course, Edward can't pass up. And the riddle is... For me? Tell me. Really? Really? So... So the riddle is, I was I see, without seeing, to me 
darkness is clear as daylight. But am I? Oh, please. Mm. You're as blind as a bat. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Oh, he takes out his batarang and throws it at the the full-sized box, uh, the source of all the power, and destroys it. And the Riddler pretty much starts to have all the knowledge, all the all the information, everything sucked out of his brain. Yeah, this this scene I actually felt as a kid, even now, I kind of felt like this whole ending scene was just actually pretty creepy. Um, he's like, presses the button, lets releases him. Uh, they all drop down. Batman goes down to get them. Um, he grabs Meridian. You know, hooks her up to the uh, to the you know grapple. You know, saves her. She's like hanging there. He goes after his partner. Um, he actually goes down and grabs him, saves him. Um, they make it back up. Uh, Two Face. You know, is no more. Uh, he says no more tricks, no more games, no more curtain number one or number two. Just curtains. Uh, I was kind of wondering, like, what the fuck was the point of that whole like saying there? You you basically said no curtain number one or two, just curtains. It's the same fucking thing, bro. What are you saying? Uh, he's off his rocker, so like you said, he pretty much catches them off guard, preparing to shoot them all until yeah. Bruce uh, has to remind him that before he does it, he has to flip his coin. You forgot about one thing, Harvey. Your coin. You're You're almost two minds of everything. Yeah. Two minds of everything. So he uh, reminds him that he has to flip his coin one last time, and when he does, Batman has a stack of coins on him, which we I don't know if he just had a change full of pocket i mean a pocket full, pocket of, full of change laundry money it's laundry day <laughs> right so he throws up in the sky at the same time the two faces flipping his coins in the sky in which two face pretty much just loses his sanity because he can't find his coin which causes him to fall off the edge which he falls all the way down to his watery grave to his death, to his death. not oh, not before catching his his head's coin, which um, I'm assuming that the coin he caught was his. Kind of, kind of looking like Robin. You know, he had that look on his face, like yeah, he's dead. But he kind of, kind of had that thought in his head, like you fuck, you took my kill away. Right, like uh, you said, I couldn't kill him, but you can do it. But yeah, like you said, Robin pretty much is, you know, he got what he got. But the next scene cuts to um, Edward now, pretty much all messed up and, and all tore up which that scene like i don't know just the way he looked in the scene i don't know if that's what you were talking about just like oh he's all, all his face is all like kind of deformed his hair is all messed up and he's just like why why can't i kill you <laughs> so yeah he's pretty much been defeated it so batman tells him that he has no choice. He is Batman and Bruce Wayne because he chooses to be. So before leaving him, he leaves him with a little gift, bat of his own, which he freaks the hell out, screaming, <laughs> screaming, you know, <laughs> petrified by the bat. Oh, the next scene cuts to Arkham Asylum where it is now being held and Dr. Meridian goes to visit him. In hopes of him not actually revealing Batman's secret. 
So, Batman, well, I'm sorry. So, Edward um, asks her, um, well, she asks him if she knows who Batman, if he knows who Batman is. Well, she already knows he knows, but but she wants to, I guess, make sure that he's you know, crazy enough now to where no one's really going to believe him. So, he asks her, well, he tells her that he's not going to tell her if she doesn't say please. So, she says, please, who, who is, Batman? is Batman? Yeah, he, he comes out, I, I am <laughs> Batman! There's <laughs> fire! Flapping his arms like a fucking lunatic, and <laughs> I'm gonna assume that he was able to. <laughs> I'm assume that he was able to get himself out of the straitjacket. Yeah, it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Starts laughing like a fucking idiot, and and then uh, you know, Doctor right. Chase leaves, and she goes, uh, "Well, uh, your secret's safe. He's he's a wacko." And then it kind of goes back to the scene where they're talking at first, um, where she, he shows him the riddle. Is that a professional term? Right. So, after that, he thanks her for, you know, helping him with his issues and giving him a new dream. And they share a kiss as Alfred looks on, and she tells him not to work too late. So, as he looks on, well, as he looks on as she's leaving, now he's, you know, now he's fully, he's full, well, I'm sorry, now that he uh, has the best of both worlds, he has the girl and something that I guess Batman Michael Keaton, the first movie, maybe he got for a little while. But but yeah, Batman gets the girl once again. And the closing scene, we see Batman and Robin running to the rescue. And they run into It Fades Black, which honestly, I growing up... I don't know which one do you prefer the uh, on top of the um, not the guard but on top of the church or on top of the clock tower scene or the running to fading to black scene. Oh, I prefer the uh, I prefer I definitely prefer the you know him on the on the the church tower and then the bat signal comes up because it's just it's so it's so iconic man it's just, it's great like I mean this scene was good too like you know where they're running and everything but. I still, just the top one for me was from the end of the first movie. Just, just right. awesome. So that closes out um, the movie and the credits hit where they play U2's kiss Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kill Me. Yep, and Kiss of, kiss of a Rose from Seal. Right. So that closes out the film. So that's Batman Forever. So as far as fun facts, um... So, as far as fun facts, um, what I just brought up, actually, as far as the closing scene, there's actually an alternate ending of Batman Forever, which is similar to the original, in which Batman and Robin jump off the uh, top of the, um, kind of similar to the first Batman, where he's sitting on top of the, you know, sitting on top uh, above the signal. But the original alternate ending is Alfred, he's in the car with Chase, and he asks her, well, she asks him, will it ever stop, or will it ever be over? And he tells her, not in this lifetime. And we go to the next scene where um, Batman and Robin are sitting on top of the uh, building, and they both jump off, and then it fades to black. 
So that's the uh, alternate ending to Batman Forever. Yeah, see, that would have been so, so much better. Yeah, I mean, you can go on YouTube and see it, um, but they have that's the alternate ending. Um, but there was also a alternate opening as well. The alternate opening was supposed to have been Harvey Dent escaping Arkham Asylum and killing a guard. So the um, doctor we see, um, the doctor we see at the end of Batman Forever, he's in the opening of the film where. He's coming in, I guess, to counsel or, you know, he's there to check on Harvey Dent. And there's just somebody in a straitjacket who he thinks is Harvey Dent. And he turns around to whoever this is. Whoever this is, it's a dead body. And on the, yeah, and on the, um, on the, uh, wall is written in blood, the bet must die. So that was the original, uh, opening. So, yeah, originally they had some darker, like, as far as scenes, like, there were some darker scenes, but, of course, they decided to just go a different yeah. route. Yeah, I, I, but, um, I wish they would have put those in there. That would have been, it'd have been a, for a much better movie. Um, oh, while we're on that thought, let me go see if I still have those figures real quick. I want to show these figures, but I also have the comic adaptation for this movie. That's the one that I read. I remember I used to read that all the time at work. Yeah, I yeah. Would, I would... Yeah, I have... It's the Batman... Yeah. Batman Forever comic adaptation. I've had it for... Oh, God. I've had it for years. I mean, I'm going... It's going back to, like, elementary school type years, man. Like, I've had this for so long. Um, I also have... Uh, here's the first figure. This is of Batman in the prototype suit towards the end of the movie. Um, that was, uh, one that I, I kept. Um, I have Robin. I believe this is the suit from the, the end of the movie. Mm. I think that might be like, uh, like you said, another, uh, version of it. I don't think that's the one exactly yet in the movie. Yeah, it's possible. Then I have this other one. It's kind of pretty unique one. I believe it's from Batman Return, or Batman Forever. Um, it's this one. This, I believe, yeah, different. yeah, I believe this is from Batman, uh, Batman Forever. It's kind of like an orange, uh, blue design, pretty unique. Um, so yeah, man, I, I had these figures for years. Um, they, me, and my brothers, man, like when we were kids, we had like pretty much Batman out the ass. <laughs> um, I actually, I still actually have a figure from, uh, I believe is it might be Batman Returns or it might be from Batman where. He squeezes legs and he does like a karate chop action type thing. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, are... I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a, a brown. Yeah, it was like a brown costume. Yeah, that's cool. We still have those. Yeah, man. It's just these but... are some things that I just I, I couldn't part ways with. Um, uh, yeah, they uh... certain things they just they're very rare, so yep. it's hard to find them. But um, yeah, once we get to Batman and Robin, I'll share some of my markers. That definitely, as far as toys and stuff like that, I definitely had a lot of, you know, which, oh, yeah. of course, once we get into it, there was yeah, and plenty of 
stuff behind put <laughs> product that yeah, came um, out of that movie. Yeah, I actually have over there, uh, and I will show it next time on the next episode. I have figures from the uh, Batman for or Batman and Robin line. Uh, none of Robin, just of Batman. Um, at one at one point, I used to have a Mister Freeze. Um, I also used to have a uh, Two Face uh, from the Tommy Lee Jones version, and he was holding a gun in his hand. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, man, as, as a kid, like, we all, we had all the Batman figures from the movies. Uh, we had the Batmobiles, we had, uh, I believe one time my brother had this, like, big, giant Batman head that held, like, figures. Um, I remember we also had the video game, uh, Batman Forever, um, for the, uh, Nintendo, which... Sega. Well, yeah. they had Sega, Nintendo, and I think it was just Sega and Nintendo. Yeah, they also yeah. had, like, a little handheld game, too. Yeah, the Batman Forever game sucked so much ass. It was just horrible. Um, so basically, I played it last year, and like there was a part that I just couldn't get past. I'm like, yeah, it was this like, definitely is rigged. It was like I know, like with the in that around that time, like Mortal Kombat was still it was still a big thing. So they went with like the Mortal Kombat graphics, where uh, like the they had actors like pose in the suits, like do fighting and stuff. Um, the game is the game was just it's it sucked so bad. Uh, I remember playing it as a kid. It was it was awful. It was hard. Um, yeah, like uh, we said at one point, they made a video game about everything around the nineties. Yeah, it was a acclaim made the uh, made the game, and yeah, it, it, it's just man. <laughs> but it was one of those things from well, from my childhood, man. Some good things and so not some some not good things from the nineties, but um, but yeah, while you were gone, I uh, we took a little music break. I told them I didn't have the rights to the music, just in case they didn't hear me before. Yeah. But uh, I played oh. uh, Kiss from a Rose. <laughs> so uh, while uh, while I was looking through, while I was looking through, I actually uh, what you were talking about the alternate opening. It actually shows in here, um, so it opens up Is it in there. Yeah, exit Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum Knight, a castle of shadow over rain, howling evil wind, red lightning cracks, illuminates the age structure, the hanging green la- hanging lantern. Doctor Burton, come quick! Tufa, Harvey Dent's escaped. He's uh, I see, and he's left us a message and says the bat must die in blood. Um, then it says ex district attorney Harvey Dent has escaped. From Arkham Asylum for the criminally insane. Um, it's talking about the news, and then after that, it, it cuts to the scene where Batman meets uh, Edward Nigma before he goes to uh, where Two Face was at, and he goes to like you know the whole bank scene, meeting Chase Meridian, blah blah. blah. Yeah. Have yeah. the uh, alternate ending in there because I think I remember uh, reading it when you used to. See. Just let y'all know that book got me through some slow days at work. Sometime, right, tell dude. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I want your, I want, let me give you your, give me your Batman Forever comic. In the you had the other one, the Batman one too, the yes. original too, don't you? Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know if I still have it, but I did ha I did have, I had it. I don't know what happened to it. I don't. I'd have to go through my big fucking comic collection over yeah, this here is before they made us stop you know bringing stuff on yeah, the floor man. but that pissed me off so bad um but yes the alternate yeah. ending is in here um the only thing is it doesn't really show uh well when edward goes why why can't i kill you 
Um, it, it does show where he says, poor Edward. I had to save them both. I'm Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because I have to be, because I choose to be. Um, and then it just shows him, like, it's screaming. It's like a scary bat. A scary bat in the comic, isn't it? Uh, no, it didn't even show, didn't even show a bat. It just shows, hey, I'll try to bring the page up here if you can see it. I can see it a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of fading out. Yeah, it's but, the fucking um, background. Um, so yeah, then it cuts to... But, yeah, I remember. I remember reading it. Yeah, he goes, does it ever end, Alfred? No, miss, not in this lifetime. And then, yeah, it shows Batman and Bruce on top of the, uh, the building with the moon shining out. And then, yeah, it just ends. Uh... Yeah. yeah man. So yeah, a lot of the, a lot of those scenes, like you said, I mean, they probably would have done good for the movie. But um, like I was mentioning at the uh, beginning of the show, there's just been talks of a uh, uh, Joel Schumacher cut possibly being released, where they um, where they re-add some of those scenes. Which I mean, that could be interesting if they you know re-release it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as closing thoughts on Batman Forever, um, I mean, I think I already touched on it um, last time that originally Marlon Wayans was supposed to played Robin in Batman Forever, but once Joe, Joe Schumacher became director, he decided to go another way. And as far as I understand, Marlon Wayans still gets paid residual. He still gets paid royalties. For Batman Forever, he really? wasn't in the movie. I guess like because a contract he made, like I guess because he signed contracts or something like that. So, okay. like I think he's so I think he still gets actually he still gets paid, you know, even though he wasn't in the movie, which is kind of interesting. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but, so my closing thoughts on the movie. Um, the movie, it's the movie itself. I mean, it's. It's not great. It's by no means a good Batman movie. There are scenes in it where I did enjoy it. Um, of course, Jim Carrey kind of took uh, Tommy Lee Jones' thunder of the movie. Um, was just how off the wall he was. Well, the interesting thing about that as well, before we close out... There were the, I heard that there was tension between them on the set as well. Like Tommy yeah. Lee Jones did yeah. not like Jim Carrey while filming this movie. Yeah, apparently he said, "I hate you and don't I can't stand your like buffoonery or something something like that." Um, right. Yeah. Um, also, I, I don't never know, know if, it by that chemistry. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know if you if you brought up, if we brought up uh, there's 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 a little cameo um, at the end of the movie when uh, Chase is going through Arkham, the doctor that's like telling her or talking to her about uh riddler that was tim burton tim burton the doctor yeah, yeah. dr burton yeah it was tim burton oh my gosh i didn't even know that that's crazy yeah, a little bit of, so, little bit of info yeah, there. tim burton makes a cameo yeah, yeah but no. um also before i'll let you finish your closing thoughts but um also val kilmer and joel schumacher also didn't get along during the filming of this movie and According to Joel Schumacher, he was a nightmare to work with, which hints why he probably didn't come back for Batman and Robin. So there was just a lot of tension on the set, which, you know, of course the movie came out, you know, it was good as it did, but you would never know, you know, with all the tension that supposedly went on during 
filming. But um, go ahead and finish with your closing thoughts. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, it's... It's not a good Batman movie. I, I wasn't a fan... I was a fan of it as a kid because, you know, I, I didn't know any better. It's Batman. Woohoo, I love Batman. Who gives a fuck? Um, you know, growing back watching it as an adult, it's just... Oh, man. There's, it just doesn't age very well. It doesn't... It's not like the original two movies, which to this day I can just go back and just rewatch over and over again. This one just kind of... Eh, I mean... Yeah. I don't care for it as much anymore. Yeah, I don't care for well, it. I much. mean, it happens. Not everybody, you know, you know, not everybody, like you say, everybody, some people grow out of it. You know, some people don't care for it. It's the older they get, which, no, that's okay. Um, some people, you know, they just, like I said, myself, nostalgia and everything else is the reason why I still love it. Um, but as far as my closing thoughts, again, for the most part, it's, I would say it was it's one of my favorite Batman films um as far as if I think back on my childhood because it was the one that kind of started it all for me uh but again there are certain things now that I look at it and I'm just like you said don't age as well but um for the most part I I enjoyed I can say I enjoyed watching it back cuz I I'm actually you know I enjoy the movie more than you do but now that our review of Batman Forever is open, on to the greatest Batman film. No, absolutely not. I'm gonna get shot. I think movie, after our next episode, people are gonna shoot me. But this movie, <laughs> even as a kid, I fucking hated it. It was really? horrible. Just oh my. Oh. God, man, just so bad. And as a kid, you didn't like it. Yeah, as a kid, oh, wow. I could, I could just imagine, like you know, we talk about the previous three. You know, the first two movies are just fucking excellent. They age like fine wine. I imagine this movie probably aged like cheese, just fucking bad. Yeah. I this one ugh. ended the uh, ended the original, but we'll get a little more into it once we. Uh, once we get into next week, which would be 1997, Batman and Robin, also directed by Joel Schumacher. That was two. And this, yep. And this time we have George Clooney as Batman. <sighs> we have Chris O'Donnell return as Robin. And we have Alicia Silverstone being introduced as Barbara um, Pennyworth. Yeah, Barbara Gordon. And also. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Barbara <laughs> Gordon in the in the animated series. But um yeah, but then we also have Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Um then we have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Yep. Freeze. Do you know the what killed the dinosaur? I, I say this quote all the time because it's just so funny. Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age, the Ice Age. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna have a lot of lines next because that's movie is all one-liners, hey, especially Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, until next time, I am Alfred, and you are my good sir. I am Alex, the second host, rocking it out here, checking out all the movies. We have a huge list to go through, so uh, as long as you know people keep watching, we'll. And I actually you know what? Who gives a fuck if people keep watching? We do this because we love it. 
we got more movies coming. Stay tuned. It's going to get better and better each episode. So, All right. And until next time, thank you for watching. We grew up on blockbusters, and I will catch you next time, Mr. Alex. Yep, catch you on the flip side, my friend. Later. Later.